Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. No one ever said to me it was okay to fail. Um, and so I think it's about changing your mindset. If it's okay and you're okay with, it's not a failure, it's just learning and getting to the right answer, then all of a sudden it becomes easier. You're listening to Women Tech Charge from the Evening Standard and me, Anne-Marie Imafidon. What happens when you mix motherhood and technology? Can apps really give us friendship and safe spaces at the times when we need them most? In this episode, I'm talking to a woman who's living evidence that they can. She's also working hard to empower mums everywhere. Let's get this started. I'm sat here in the Royal Borough of Kensington in Chelsea with a woman who's enriching the lives of mummers internationally. Her company, Peanut, uses an algorithm to match mums based on their locations, interests, how they see themselves, the age of their child, etc., etc., etc. Launched in 2017, they've already got 500,000 users, 10 million messages and 100 million profile views, um, which works out to roughly 20 messages per user. Thanks for that. Closely enough, yeah. I'll let that one sink in while I welcome Michelle Kennedy to the podcast. Hi. Hello, hello. I did a little bit of an intro there, but what's the official elevator pitch for Peanut? Peanut is a platform to connect like-minded women who happen to be mothers. Oh, so it's that way around. It's that way around. Are there any women who aren't mothers on the app? No, there are expectant mothers. Are there dads? No. Really? No, Peanut is just for women. Peanuts are just for women. Peanut is about bringing women together and giving them a safe space to have conversations about stuff that you might not be able to have that conversation if you felt like there were other people listening, watching. watching. How do you verify that the person's a woman? So a couple of ways. So when you log on, you create an account either um, through Google or through Facebook. Mm -hmm. And then we have certain things that we look at on the back end. um, And we're just about to launch photo verification as well. No way. Yeah. So it's really about like keeping it safe and keeping it secure and keeping it so that women feel like they can go and talk about postpartum sex or... um, all of the kind of other things that people don't necessarily talk, tell you about or, or actually just talk about their relationships and um, have that conversation with other women. Technically, was that a fun thing to try and work out? Um, I think that we were always really, really clear that Peanut was about connecting women mm. and the thread would always be motherhood. Yeah. So when we think about it on a kind of like macro level, I think about the fact that motherhood is a conversation that we should be having in your early 20s when you're thinking about, is that something that might feature in my life at some point? I don't know. Or actually, it's not going to feature in my life. It's not for me. But maybe you want to have conversations with other women around that Mm -hmm. and their experience and how did they think about it? Did they plan for it? What does it mean? Right through to I'm in my 50s and my children are growing up or left home or whatever it might be. And I'm going through a new life stage and I want to find out what other women are doing. So I think the thread will always be motherhood, yeah. but the platform will always be about women. Will grandmotherhood be part of that as well? Sure, why not? 
is, is it's grandmotherhood part of it? Not not really at the moment, no. being honest. But it's it's maybe like twenty, maybe I don't know, twenty, thirty years time, I guess, when the mothers have become grandmothers. When, when everyone's growing up a bit. Yeah. And you know, we do see women having conversations around kind of life changes. There's a really com- big conversation at the moment <laughs> happening around early menopause. Mm. And it's just something that hasn't even really struck me and I hadn't even really considered. Um and yet that is a conversation that we need to be having. It is. And we're not talking about no. it. And what we're doing actually is just seeing the VC community, sorry VCs, investing in like male pattern baldness and erectile dysfunction. And mm. I'm not saying that that isn't deserving and worthy, but can we also put but a bit, just as, you know, bit of Everybody's bit is yeah. just as deserving, to be honest. Let's have a bit of investment in, in yeah. you know, menopause and other life changes for women too. Small, small good news though. We went yeah. from 3% to 7% of VC investment. As, as per the Atomico report released December 2018. Thanks, Atomico. But you've got to count your blessings as they come, I guess. I suppose so. <laughs> Mate, we need a couple more percent and it should go to early menopause. Let's let's keep startups. going. I it. mean, can we just keep investing in women? Because mm. generally speaking, women are trying to solve problems that affect women. Sometimes, just, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the reason that often there hasn't been innovation in the space is because we haven't been backing the women to do it. Yeah. So um, really excited to see, aside from kind of community and social and the stuff that I build, excited to see what kind of this femtech era yeah, brings. okay. I'm liking that term, femtech. Yeah, we yeah, need more of it. We do. Why peanut? Um, How do you get from femtech to peanut? Peanut, as in why the name? Yeah. So peanut, the name came from, um, I'd read, I was pregnant and I'd read that the baby was the size of a peanut. Oh, on that, that little app it. thing. Yeah, yeah, and it stuck. And so he was always peanut to you, everyone in my office. But your baby's no longer the size of a peanut. Sadly, he's going to be five on Monday. Oh my gosh, peanut's turning five. Does <gasps> peanut still get cold peanut? He does a little bit, yeah. <gasps> I know it's a big, like, I've got to make it work, huh? Because it's his namesake. Oh my goodness, yeah, the extra the pressure. pressure. Other than being able to, you know, feed him and, and give him shelter, and that's also another reason you need I to mean, make it work. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> minor, minor things. How do you jump from being pregnant and having a peanut, a baby, a baby-sized peanut, a peanut-sized yeah, baby peanut inside size you, baby, yeah. to having an app? Um, I was working in tech already, mm-hmm. so I was. You were at a biotech company, was, or where, where I were you? I was actually at Badoo. So Badoo is a big oh yeah, dating, the dating app. Yeah, yes. so I was deputy CEO at Badoo. No less. Um, but I had started in biotech actually I used to be a lawyer so I was a lawyer there um anyway I was at Badoo and we had just started um building what became Bumble okay and so that was my first kind of entry into thinking about building things from scratch why did you start why did you go to Badoo from being a lawyer um I joined them as a lawyer actually oh no way yeah, so seriously I them as you a kind lawyer. of segued that's in. right I'm so nosy so I kept asking questions. And, what, and like amazing. Oh, thanks. But I was really like, why are you doing that? What does that mean? What, what, how does that work? You oh, know, I, I was that person. You were inquisitive. Yeah. And people felt like they had to tell me as the lawyer. And so. then they gave you all the knowledge and That's then you right. could run off the whole but, show. And then I just started working with Andre, who is the founder and kind of being his little, I suppose, double act. Do you miss lawyering? Uh, absolutely not. No. Oh, okay. no. no, no offence. No, to, no offence to, to lawyers. Law, yeah. so, my husband's a lawyer, so you okay, know. There you go. Big up. Yeah. But no, don't miss that. What enabled you or what made you feel comfortable, other than asking all the questions and getting all the answers from all the people, what made you comfortable moving and leaving law behind? Um, 
I suppose it was gradual. Okay. I didn't just all of a sudden be like, hi, can I be deputy you wake CEO? Up one morning, yeah. you're like, do you know what? Andre, I don't want to do come. the law anymore. Um, it was gradual. I'd built the team. I was kind of doing other parts of kind of bits in the business. Um, a lot more BD kind of work. BD stands for business development. It does. Okay. A lot more of that. Not and Badoo. Not Badoo. No. <laughs> but I like that. Yeah. Um, I was doing a lot more with Andre. He, Andre is... Um, very unique person and just doesn't understand no ever and so pushed me to do things that I just was so deeply uncomfortable and out of my comfort zone um, that by the end of it I really felt like there was nothing I couldn't do what would the worst thing be I mean there was a moment when I was walking into coffee shops and restaurants in Soho asking them about their Wi-Fi routers because we were thinking about doing this very specific project. Anyway, <laughs> and as I was doing it and blushing every time I walked in to say, hi, could I speak to the manager? I just wanted to talk to you about your Wi-Fi router. If I could go kind of door to door and do that kind of selling, there was really nothing. I And face all that rejection. Do. It teaches so you so much. Yeah, So much. And, and talking to people. And it's talking mm. and it's you know, it makes you very humble and mm-hmm. um, it's awkward. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really awkward. Mm-hmm. And um, I suppose after that, I was like, well, everything's fair game. I'll try anything. Including building uh, building a technology, and building it, technology, not even a technology yeah. team. Yeah, including then thinking, okay, we I did that and then we started working on Bumble and that was so exciting. And then I thought, I'm going to do it for myself. So Badoo was doing something different before it did Bumble. Badoo is Badoo. Yep. So Badoo had been around um, since 2006, actually. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, I mean, back in the day, it was web-based, mm-hmm. right? It was data, it was like Match.com, eHarmony. Mm-hmm. Badoo was occupying this space that no one really was, which was a bit more kind of casual encounters. Mm-hmm. And um, I was there for that whole thing of migration from web to mobile. And I mean, it was fascinating. It was so exciting. And they were always like they they made and they continue to make great money. And yeah, so interesting. Um, and then um, they, they did lots of different projects. Bumble became one of them. Um, and Peanut for me was something where I felt like I had to do something for an issue that was affecting my life. Mm-hmm. I wasn't dating mm-hmm. in my personal life. Mm-hmm. And um, I could just see this huge market and this huge potential and all these underserved women. And it yeah. was like, I mean, Some, why is no one doing why this? Why is no one doing yeah, it? Like to solve this problem. Right. And so you were able to take what you'd seen in the growth of Bumble and apply that to something like Peanut. I think it was more the confidence of you can start something from scratch. Mm-hmm. And it's okay if it doesn't work mm-hmm. um, because it's just testing. And, and, and so I'd learned so much, particularly at, at the Badoo end of the spectrum as well, in terms of, you know, product market fit and yeah. testing and yeah, doing yeah. it again yeah. and again and getting it wrong and doing it again. Lean startup. Exactly. And then thinking, okay, so if I go and try and, and build this product and this idea that I've had, what's the worst that can happen? Mm. I'll build it and people don't want to use it. I'll try again Mm. Um, and I'll keep speaking to people and getting their feedback. And the more you do that, the kind of the better informed you are, I suppose. And it's been how many years now, the peanut journey? We launched in Feb 2017. Oh, no way. Really? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So it's relatively new still. Um, But I started building uh, in the September before September 2016. Okay. What has been the most surprising thing that you learned in that period? Oh, so much. Um, 
I mean, you learn, like you're literally learning every day and you get new skills. It's really humbling, right, to mm-hmm. go from like working in a big company and <laughs> having people and teams and to go and you'll literally do everything. There are no people. You are your people. Exactly. So you're doing everything. With the royal way. The royal you way. Do, yeah. yeah. And we we are doing everything. <laughs> and that's okay. But you're, you're learning all the time. And, and it means that um, sometimes that's learning about kind of personnel issues and and things that you hadn't encountered before um, because you're so close and your team is so small Mm. and it's so deeply personal Mm. and that can be right through from that to investor relations I'd gone from being at a big company where we had one private equity investor who was relatively silent um, to now I have venture capital money and that means that I have people that I have to speak to and Mm. engage with and report to and get them excited about the journey as well that's a whole whole world that I've had to learn about it's a different set of skills absolutely but I didn't know about if you're able to take all the rejection and everything beforehand it's it makes it easier I think that there is a problem with particularly with girls actually and I see it where we really hate failing Mm -hmm. and we really don't take rejection very well yeah whether it's because when you're at school and you're told, like, be the good girl or, mm. you know, get your grades you're or get your head down. Conditioned for things, things to be perfect. Exactly that. Mm. And so when you don't get perfection, it, mm. it's really hard. And I was on, I was doing a panel discussion and there was um, an engineer from, uh, I think it was Range Rover or Land Rover. She was an engineer anyway. And she kind of said, you know, the answer is in order to get to the right answer, you have to be wrong a hundred times. Yeah. And that's Okay. But no one ever really told me that growing up. And I was like, that's right. Mm. No one ever said to me it was okay to fail. Mm. Um, And so I think it's about changing your mindset. Mm. If it's okay and you're okay with, it's not a failure, it's just learning Mm. and getting to the right answer. Then all of a sudden it becomes easier. The whole world opens up. Totally. Yeah. See, opportunities to fail everywhere. Exactly. To learn. Yeah. As far as the eye can see. That's right. (laughs) Failure, mistakes, success. (laughs) Equals success and learning. (laughs) And and it sounds like really trite, but it's so true. Um, And I think it's just so important. And if we don't keep telling women it's okay to go out there and have it, the mistakes and have the learning and then we won't do it and we'll never get the change. Mm. And I think that has to start from a very young age. It does. But also at the different stages of life as well, right? You Absolutely. need it as you approach new things and as you go through different phases. Because motherhood is one phase. There are so many other things yeah. that you go through. Yeah. Knowing that, you know, you don't have to be the perfect mother, which I'm pretty sure must come up quite a lot on the app as well. Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm the perfect mother. And Yeah, you look like you're yeah. the perfect mother, so yeah. that's fine. Um, <laughs> obviously not. <laughs> um, I think that um, motherhood is just this life event that happened to me that I didn't really fully think about or consider or necessarily think through. Okay. So I think that I I hadn't really ever considered whether I wanted to be a mother in my like early years. I was very, very focused, career, career, career. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of got to a point where I was like, oh, I think, yeah, I'm going to have a baby. I think I'm going to have a baby. Mm-hmm. Didn't think about the kind of during, after, what, what any of that would look like 18 years 18 years (laughs) no no planning there very unlike me as well I'm a bit of a planner so um when I had Finn it was like wow life is quite different now peanut is Finn yeah yeah Yeah. peanut yeah um life is different now and um it was a big adjustment to try and work out what that meant for me is my identity as well I felt like so much of my identity was tied to who I was as um a professional Mm -hmm. 
that motherhood kind of changed some of that. Evolved it. Evolved, exactly. Yes. And it took me a while to work out what that looked like. Okay. And so do you use the app now? Yes. As... Do you use it? Do you have like an anon- not anonymous but like an alter ego that you use no. the app as, or you're you know, no, out I, there legit I'm with genuinely Michelle? Yeah, um, I use the app all the time. It's really important. Things are happening to me in my life that I need to talk about with other women who are going through it at the same time. And whether that is because I have the guilt because I'm not doing pick up from school yeah. and so I'm not seeing the teachers that pick up mm-hmm. and I'm not getting that interaction or whether it is simply because I have to travel for work mm-hmm. and I'm feeling guilty about that and I want to speak to other women who are doing it right through to, you know, had a run in with my mother-in-law or whatever it might, I didn't, by the way, she's oh, great, okay. but you know, just in case. These things happen. But exactly. <laughs> Perfect. <mom. laughs> um, but the relationship that you um, have with people, um, I think is important and you want to discuss that with other women and to know that, someone's got your back and sometimes you don't have those conversations with your nearest and dearest sometimes you need to have those in a community with strangers yeah with people that have distance from it right yeah Yeah, exactly that what's the difference between badoo shell and peanut shell i get it because i'm shell (laughs) yes so good But I'm only calling you Shell because your Twitter is Shell. Otherwise, I, I wouldn't. I Normally, sh- I don't shorten people's names. No, that's all right. I yeah. am Shell to my friends. But you're now your peanut shell. How have you evolved in since September 2016? Yeah. How have I evolved? Um, things that I have evolved with relationships. Okay. Not everyone is on this founder journey with you. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. Mm. It takes complete dedication and so much sacrifice. And there will be some people who get that and some people who don't. Mm-hmm. And I found that really hard at the start. And now I'm kind of a little bit more at peace with it. Got a harder shell. Harder shell. Yeah. Shell's got hard. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So that's that part. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I also just am learning so much more because you have to know. Um, Which means that if something's happening and there's a problem with the app, for example, it's not enough for me to say, I don't really know the answer to that. Like I have to You roll up your sleeves and you get tapping. Yeah, and I have to like start trying to work out and speaking with the team and getting into the detail of it. It's not enough to leave it to someone else. How far in detail have you got? Have you learnt to code? This is me assuming that you didn't know how to code before you started. I I didn't know how to code. And look, I'll be really, really honest with you. I probably can do one line and it's very unimpressive. Is it Java? Oh, really? That's 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 a is harder it? one to choose to is learn. It? Yeah, is yeah, it? yeah. It's not madly impressive. And by the way, I know that Simona in my team is listening to this like, don't be stupid, Michelle. I taught you that. She's very good. Well, if she taught you, then that's a thing. You know. Have you felt that you've needed to learn anything in particular within technology to get you up to scratch with it, you know, being the best peanut shell you can be? I think peanut shell wants to be able to at least understand if not do Mm -hmm. and that means that if I'm trying to hire someone in the team I have to at least understand what they will be doing in order to be able to really pitch it and sell to them yeah so um I think maybe before I was happy to leave things to specialists Mm -hmm. and that's not enough for me anymore like I have to actually know so I think that's important yeah um I think that um peanut shell is also far more um aware of like paying it forward i see okay. it's our job right to to bring another woman on the journey and to help out and to like help 
make that introduction or look at her deck or whatever it might be. Or oh, give it was that. A f- another female yeah. founder. And you have to oh, do I it. See. And I, okay. don't, I don't think I ever really thought about it before in my former life because I was just... I just wasn't aware of the ecosystem. On the track. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And now I think there is such an ecosystem that if someone says to me, can I have a coffee? I can't have coffees with everyone who reaches out, right? And and that was really hard, but then, but I can join a mental scheme so I can mentor one person and that person can, like I can give that person time. Or I can if like make that one introduction or whatever it might be. In some ways, or in a lot of ways, you're doing that via the app anyway, no? Exactly that. Yeah. And if and that's the whole point. If if Peanut is not about a community of women supporting women mm. and I'm not living it, mm, then what's the point? What's the point? There's no authenticity there. Yeah. What's another surprising thing that you spotted on the app from the different types of women you've got there that people would be like, Oh my gosh, as if there's a girl gamer community on Peanut. Yeah, I think um surprising to me actually was how people use the product okay so when we launched we only had the kind of matching feature which was you see women around that's like you, the tinder swipe right, thing, right? You yeah. swipe up to wave and yeah. if they wave back at you you have a match so we only launched with that and it was so successful and it was so like the take-up was so good but what it meant was we needed more like and so what like what's next yeah um how do they have a sustained relationship with peanut and how mm-hmm. do we have a sustained relationship with them mm-hmm and so we built what is called Peanut Pages, which is the community stuff, the conversations oh, and the I questions see. around okay. um, lots of different topics and across the community. And when we launched that, I genuinely believed that the conversations would be largely around my baby won't sleep or whatever it might be, like yeah. very child focused. Yeah. And it totally blew me away. Relatively little, I mean, increasingly more now, but relatively little were about anything to do with the children. How funny that users didn't use it how you wanted them to. No, and it was amazing. That's never happened before and doesn't happen in technology. Never. So I had all these women talking about their relationships, their friendships, their work. um, And the conversations were fascinating. Obsessively, we would talk about it in the office the next day. Oh, my God, did you see that conversation? It was amazing. Yeah. Um, And what it really showed to me, actually, Mm -hmm. was... Why are those women having those conversations on Peanut? Because they've had nowhere else yeah. to have those conversations. Yeah. Because you could be in a Facebook group or you can be in a forum and you can use those products, but nowhere is, are you able to have a safe conversation mm. about these topics other than Peanut. It does make you think, like, what what other apps do we need for people to have safe conversations or safe spaces? I think you have to understand where the, um, where the problem might be, mm. where the uh, risk might be, yeah. where where they might feel unsafe. Mm. So I was having a conversation last week um, at uh, the government. Oh, yes. I was with the government. Okay. Um, They were talking about loneliness. Okay. And we were talking about how Peanut is involved in kind of trying to solve that solution of no woman should feel like they're doing this on their own and having support. And I was explaining that one of the most important features is that whilst you can post anonymously in Peanut Pages... Mm -hmm. So to the community, we will always know who you are mm-hmm. on our back end. Mm-hmm. So you have to have created a profile mm-hmm. so that we can always protect the community and make it safe in that way. And the reason that that part is important, because the challenge was, why do you allow that anonymous? If you're having an issue, for example, with domestic violence, mm. or you're having an issue which is so deeply personal that you're in any way concerned, mm. you need to be able to share and have a conversation. Mm. But we need to be able to protect the rest of our user base in that we could step in and, and remove any kind of bad faith characters. Yeah. So we've really thought about the issues and the problems that might come and then I think you can build a community from that. 
What has been the coolest thing that's happened to you in your tech career so far? I will point out at this point that you've been Apple App of the Day yes. before. And that not only has Ashton Kutcher given you a Twitter shout out, he's also invested in the app. Yes. I got a call from someone and then a call from someone else and it's very secretive and then um finally got to speak to someone who was the editor of the app store worldwide and no he was like way. we're gonna feature peanut oh. at wwdc was that before or after the ashton moment before before how, how, how did apple months? get your number thank you right this is the point this is why it's the coolest thing that's ever happened and whatever happens come what may apple knew who peanut w- well was is is yeah are, yeah at four months old. Yeah. And um, more than that, Apple were willing to talk about a tiny startup from the UK mm. on stage, like in front of all of That's their insane. developers and talk about motherhood. Motherhood yeah. at a time when no one was talking about it. It was so uncool. And yeah. it was, you know, we were only at the start of trying to change the conversation. And they stood up there and they spoke about it. And it was amazing. And the whole team was like, we were crying from London watching it on live stream. What advice would you give to anyone listening or just anyone in general about making that transition from whatever they're doing, wherever it is, into being a creative in tech? So I, you, you've dropped some nuggets. You've said a yeah. lot, but like, let's go straight to the heart of it. I have read several interviews with people who have like, you cannot afford to have a plan B because oh, really? plan A is the only option. And... I disagree. I was going to say. That is so scary, particularly if you have little ones who are dependent on you. You kind of need to. You've got to have a plan yeah. B. Imagine. Hey, little peanuts. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't work out. Well, Don't you know, worry that, about That was plan A. Don't worry about eating. That's what we thought about. Right. So I just have never agreed with that. And so for me, and it's not for everyone, but for me, it was about making sure I had a route. I'm a planner. Said mm-hmm. that. Like to plan. Mm-hmm. So I had a route. So when I left. Badoo, I stayed on the board of Badoo and Bumble, mm-hmm. had to pay my bills mm-hmm. and I had to save. So I'd been saving and then I could stay on a bit longer, keep my brain sharp mm-hmm. while I'm, and you know, keep thinking about the businesses that I knew so well mm-hmm. whilst I was thinking about building this new business. Mm-hmm. And I did a bit of consulting for a few other people on different things as well. Okay. Conserve, learn, also all learning because I also needed to learn about other business. It wasn't good enough that I just knew dating. I had to know a bit more about other stuff. Mm-hmm. So was tech at this top le- top reading bit as well, or was it mostly business? Yeah. Okay, uh, right. Tech, tech, like yeah, yeah. Online. Okay, let's call it online. Yeah, digital, digital. Even worse. But okay, <laughs> let's go with all of those. Anyway, yes, tech. Um, but I had to learn, so um, I I had that as my my plan, and I always try and think about it in like sprints. Okay. So. This is this sprint. And if it works during the sprint, great. And if it doesn't, we can dump it and move on to the next. During the next sprint. And for anyone listening, I guess a sprint is normally 30 days. 30 days. Yeah. Depends, actually. Well, it depends on, you, on who you are and it, what you're doing. And what you're doing. Yeah. So um, there are some things that I can think about in like three-month sprints. Mm-hmm. Okay. So after this, like three months, I ditch and move on or whatever it might be. And there are some things that are shorter and some that are longer. Mm-hmm. But if you can break it up in those like chunks, all of a sudden it everything becomes a bit more manageable. Mm-hmm. If you just think about everything. It's overwhelming. It's a bit overwhelming. Yeah. And then, you know, that does feel like, oh my God, plan A, mm. versus chunks where it can feel like plan B. And also because you might, you need to be a bit agile. You might need to lean into something where you suddenly crack something mm. or completely lean away from it because it's lean not working. Out, yeah. yeah. 
we could go back to the very beginning of Peanut Shell, mm, Peanut Shell, what would you say to newly minted Peanut Shell? I would say slow down. Okay. In terms of, I went full in to everything. I pulled every contact I'd ever had. All right. I pulled all my favours all at once. Oh, man. I went in because I felt this enormous pressure to prove that you could do it. I could do it on yeah. my own. Yeah. I'd done something being part of something, but I could do it on my own. Right. And so I suppose I was a bit chippy and I had this enormous point to prove to myself because no one else cared. But <laughs> I really felt like I've got to go out, all guns. And some of that meant that I didn't have time to learn or, or iterate. And we were we were basically being reactive to stuff because the numbers were growing and growing and we had to be reactive, whether it was a bug fix or whether it was that something wasn't quite right in the UX or whatever right. it was, okay. because it was so fast. We weren't and we were at that time four people right like we weren't really equipped to to necessarily deal with it in in the way that everything it was coming at that speed through. okay um so i think i would probably slow it down a little bit mm -hmm. like the warm contacts and the great contacts and whatever that i had mm. I probably didn't need to like just sprinkling just just gently every time again you know, sprints yes could have okay. used that for sprint two yeah. didn't have to go all in sprint one yeah um so that's the first one yeah second one um we launched peanut on ios only Mm -hmm. and that was a tactic that I used before and mm -hmm. it was something that I understood and I think the point was when you're building a community that's inclusive you cannot be excluding of other people and therefore we excluded all of these Android users who were very angry. It was hard. Mm -hmm. It's not always, and you know, from a business perspective, we're full, I'll say it again, we were four people, like you can't just completely react to that. Mm. But um, I think in hindsight, probably we should have released simultaneously. A third lesson, um, it probably just goes back to that kind of relationships point mm -hmm. of um, kind of really knowing who you can rely on okay. um, and making sure that you kind of are very confident in that. Um, and no one's going to care about what you're doing as much as you care and your team care. Mm -hmm. So whoever you trust to do stuff, I mean, that's real trust. And mm -hmm. you have to really make sure that you've proved that out before you kind of take the leap. I kind of asked people to do stuff, whether it was a piece of video content or whatever, and was let down. Mm. Um, and that was avoidable in hindsight. People always show you their true colours. Totally. They do. Yeah. You just have to be looking. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. This is it. It's exactly yeah. that. When the, people the show flags. you who they are, yes. remember the first time. Exactly. Yes. yes. I believe that. There's this great meme on Instagram and just in general of people of men being like, we don't know what women want. And then you've got like women trying to like squeeze in <laughs> what she wants. Love it. Uh, you have the app, so there's no men yeah. uh, that are part of that conversation to be yes. like, we can't hear, we don't know what they want. What do women want? Uh, flexible working. Mm hmm Affordable childcare, mm -hmm. just being honest. Mm -hmm. um, the ability to earn money in a way that doesn't mean that they have to be in an office away from their child nine till five. Or, or what do mothers actually, this is what do mothers want, I guess, more than what do women want? Yeah. Would you say? I think it's mothers. Yeah. Um, um, particularly in the US, not to have to go back to work at, when you're, you know, three Two months. Two seconds into having given birth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, ways to kind of have life 
be a little bit more accessible and affordable, whether that means that um, life is a bit more balanced in terms of jobs at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and by that, like chores, I mean, yeah. like household jobs. Yeah, unpaid unpaid, unpaid labor. stuff, yeah. Unpaid stuff, looking after family members, mm. um, being the carer, those mm. kind of things. Um, so I think that women... Being the mum to all, all the people to that everyone. live in the house, yeah. So I think that women just need a little bit of recognition and and tools to help them get through some of that. So that's the first thing they want. The second thing they want is they want to liberally talk about their love life and their sex life and their relationships and to hear what other women think about it Mm. in a non-judgmental setting. And some of that means the kind of warts and all, the real like gore, hard hitting, hard stuff. stuff. And some of it is genuinely like, do you like my eyelashes? I just got them done today. Peanut, the app is in UK, yep, US, yep, Australia, yep, Canada, just yeah, just. I mean, it's not yep. infrastructure wise, it's not. But anyway, fine. And then is that it? There's four. Is it, it for us? Yeah. Oh, is that it? Yep. So far, I should yeah. say, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought it was. That's, I thought peanuts no, were available internationally. No, no, that's us. We are US, UK, Australia. Which order? US first. Yes. Really? Yes. Because of the WWDC thing? No, because let's be honest, WWDC. It's all dudes. It's all yeah. iOS dudes, engineers. Very but it's few like women. Apple. It is Apple. Um, we when we released. We released in London and New York simultaneously. Where were you though? Because you can't be in both places at once. I was here. I was here. I was in London. London afternoon. And um, the US just started to really pick up. Mm -hmm. And I think, genuinely, I think it's because culturally, us Brits find it difficult to talk to people we don't know. And Americans don't find Stranger danger. Yeah. That's why they've got five or six episodes, uh, seasons of Catfish. For the US, and they tried to recruit here in the UK, and we didn't. We didn't have a UK version of Catfish. That's so interesting. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. We are. It's not culturally um, expected or mm. acceptable to kind mm. of speak to someone you don't know mm. in such frank terms. Correct. Mm. And you go to the US, and everyone's like, "What are you doing here? Why are you here?" They're all oversharing, you know. And and they want to know everything <laughs> about you. And and so. If you give them a tool to make a community and to make friends, yeah. They go dilali. They go nuts. They go, <gasps> go nuts. Ah, see. It's like the peanut butter to their exactly. jelly. Oh, oh, it's so good. Um, that's from the app, actually. I didn't even do that. <laughs> Hannah and my team wrote that one. If you get a match, it's like, like peanut butter and jelly. Oh, no way. Um, <laughs> can't even claim it. Puns aren't my thing, but she's very good at them. So, um I I think that that had a lot to do with it. And um, the US are just very early adopting in that way. And I think that the UK has been a much more kind of slow and steady wins the race mm-hmm. and has been coming up through. But Oz, um, the Sheilas. Oz, Oz, a bit more like America. Very, oh, very, very. But we didn't release in Australia until a few months ago. Okay. Um, so but, early doors. Yeah, early doors, but much more kind of speedy and rapid in terms of adoption. So, you gave birth to two peanuts at the same time. Oh. <laughs> Would I you recommend it? Child. I only have one child. I just like to you clear have, that up. You have a child and a peanut. You I, don't have twin peanuts. No, not twin peanuts. That does occur sometimes so in the natural actually, world. So, actually, as it goes, I had Finn and then I went back to work at Badoo. 
So uh, oh, right. Finn was born in December 2013. And then I went back to work that April. Oh. And we started working on what became Bumble in the July. So I was fully kind of back in the old, mm. but with a hint of new. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd kind of been back for some time, but I'd had the idea of peanut and did what everyone does when they have an idea, which is nothing, and went you back to work. It. Yeah, and you over overdo it in your head exactly. and all and that Think good about stuff. it, yeah. and then saw like my best mate and continuously moaned to her about the fact that this app didn't exist. And she was like, <laughs> this is so dry. Please just build it because it's so boring to so hear you talk about it. Yeah. Daring me. And um, eventually, actually, what happened is I was taking Finn to nursery and I was doing like drop and dash, mm-hmm. dropping my nursery, run to the office and suddenly realised that A, I wasn't seeing any of the other mums mm-hmm. and had no interaction with them and didn't know what to do about schools or any of those other questions that they all seemed to like have absolutely nailed. Um, and secondly, that Finn was starting to like need a little social life and I wasn't kind of in it to know how to build it for him. Oh. And thought, if I don't do this now, someone else is gonna do something and they won't do it in the way that I feel like it could be done. And secondly, um, the bigger the kid, the bigger the problem. Like, it's never going anywhere. I need women. 18 years. 18 18 years. That's right. I need women to help me, and I don't have those women. And so that was it. So actually, I started um, when I left. um, And I was speaking to Whitney, who's the um, CEO and founder of Bumble. And I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And she was like, I love it. Do it. Go. And that was it. Flap your wings. Yeah. Go peanut. Go peanut shell. So I've asked you what's the what's the most surprising thing you've learnt? And we've said, you know, what do mothers want? Yeah. What is something where you're like, oh my goodness, I didn't even realise that would be a thing. Now that I've got peanut, that's like a thing. Could be personal, could be work related, could be app related. Can what's I have like two? a phenomena? Oh, of course, you can have loads. We've got all the time in the world. I make my husband wear a peanut sweatshirt <laughs> on weekends. <laughs> really? I make him it rep. sounds like confessionals. Yeah, I make him rep. I rep as well, but I make him Where rep Where do too. you rep? The park. Seriously? You wear Absolute, matching peanut jumpers down to the park? Absolutely, genuinely. You, are you yeah. like on a tour of parks or is it one park in particular? A couple of parks in my local area. You just And you're now make, known as like yeah. the peanut lady. So what happened is he was on one of these like taking Finn to the park days, Saturday mornings, without me. And he was in a park near where we live and this woman came up to him and she was American. She was like, oh my God, do you know that app? I love that app. I just uh, moved here from New York. And he started talking about it and he was buzzing obviously. And he was like, it's my wife's app, it's so cool. <laughs> um, so unexpected consequences. You will see a man in Northwest London repping peanut at every opportunity. Another unexpected consequence um, that actually I didn't expect and I don't think I invited and um, I'm still kind of getting to like grips with like dealing with is when you speak about an issue because that's something that you're kind of seeing related to motherhood or parenthood. Yeah. And I'm seeing women discussing it on the app. It doesn't mean that that's necessarily how I feel. Yeah. Or I might have questions around it and all of a sudden that might become kind of more public fodder. Um, and I find that a little bit more challenging. Give me an example. So a lot of conversation was happening on Peanut around gender and gender roles mm. and um, specifically around kind of 
um, raising our boys mm -hmm. when we're thinking about gender roles because going into the bookshops now and it's kind of all these amazing books and Finn loves them, Little People, Big Ideas, I mm. called them. Finn was obsessed with them. We had all of them. Mm -hmm. And yet I was very aware that I didn't have similar books about guys. Mm -hmm. So I was only kind of showing him the strong the, women. The strong women. Yeah. And actually, it should just be about strong people, right? It's mm. not about strong guys or well, strong. Well, it should be about strong and weak people, right? Yeah. Either way, mm. it shouldn't just it shouldn't be gender specific necessarily. Mm -hmm. And as soon as we do that, then actually it makes gender an issue rather mm -hmm. than kind of. And and I I spoke about it openly in an interview um, because it's important to me that kind of Finley doesn't think about gender. It's yeah. He just thinks about ideas people. and people mm. and gets excited Butterflies, and passionate. rainbows and unicorns and. Or, or the or the bad, but mm. but he he sees things that are wrong and he wants to challenge them mm -hmm. and that's important. Mm -hmm. It's not about whether it's a guy or a girl mm. or whatever. Um, and I spoke about it, and I, some people very 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 strongly did not agree with what I was saying and kind of you know you're raising your boy in the wrong way and you shouldn't be reading him those books and um you shouldn't be reading them which books books about strong women yes no way do people really say that of loud course, yes i got i got a lot of that and all of a sudden i was like oh no wait this isn't about me actually i and i'm and really peanut isn't about me it's just about women and having a platform to have that conversation yeah, yeah. And it's not about me or my views or what I do with my son. And so unexpected consequence, moderate a little bit about what you talk about. What's next for Peanut? What's next for Peanut? Uh, we've got lots of product development coming up, um, building out the team in the US, which is exciting. Mm -hmm. um, and we've just had um, a kind of busy end of Q4 uh -huh. supporting one of our favourite charities, Baby to Baby. Oh. So that's been great. Um, so I'm really excited about what's to come for 2019. I'm excited too. Thank you. Thanks for coming to share, Michelle. <gasps> Thanks so much. Thank you for allowing me to call you Peanut Shell. Thank you for and christening then, me in yes. the most amazing way. And listener, you've just witnessed something beautiful. Thank you for listening. Michelle Kennedy went from being a lawyer to running Badoo to creating Peanut, the app for mums to talk about everything motherhood. She's applied the dating principles to friendships and has leveraged a technology and an I can learn this attitude to grow a successful international app with investors like Ashton Kutcher in a relatively short space of time. She should now be referred to only as Peanut Shell and can't wait for someone to create the needed safe spaces for men and other niches. The possibilities in social are endless. You can follow her on Twitter at Shell Kennedy Lunn and on Instagram at Michelle Kennedy LDN and the spellings are in the episode notes. Find out more about Peanut by going to Twitter and searching for Peanut underscore app or just checking out at Peanut on Insta. All that's left for you to do is subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts. It would also really help us if you rate and review it too. For the latest news, sports, entertainment and more audio content, visit standard.co.uk. We're Evening Standard on Twitter and on Insta it's evening.standard. I and Marie live on Twitter at amaphidon, good luck spelling that, and on Instagram at notyouraverageami, which is a little bit easier to spell. Get in touch, have a chat, ask questions using the hashtag WomenTechCharge. <laughs>